There's a human lead to get us going on this uh, Tuesday, Tuesday 2nd of March. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Morning to you, big man. Morning to you, horse. What's the story? How are you, What man? is the story with you? Is right. Oh, I just... Um, oh, no, by the way, are you beshorted today? No. What's going on with all that frost? <laughs> what a load of mess and that is. That's outrageous. I thought we were supposed to be into the new dawn of, of spring. Yeah. Because Alan was on, he was predicting, to be fair to him, he says, I don't think Patrick Joseph will be wearing his shorts this morning. No, I was very obsessed now when I looked out the window. I had to break ice off the car. I never have to do that. Oh, my God, I you did. never That's have mad, to do and that. I didn't. Up in the hills. No, you're up above. There. It was balmy. Yeah. Balmy it was. <laughs> That's A lot mad. of fog around the city, wasn't there? Loads of fog, yeah. yeah. On the weekend especially. Thick I love enough. it. No, no, I meant this morning. Oh, this morning? On the drive-in, yeah. Loads on the drive-in. Oh, jeepers. See, that's why you would know... It's uh, hard to imagine that the one place, like... I mean, quite apart from Ireland being small enough in itself. Yeah. You know, and then you bring it down to Leinster and down to Dublin and whatever, and you can have... You had frost with no fog. Yeah. I had no frost, a load of fog... And we're within, you know what I mean? But and like we're both here. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like we're both like so. If you turn right, <laughs> you're you, going to whatever. You, yeah, where you're going oh, to you go? Fr- frosty land. <laughs> and if you go to left, you go. You're going to foggy land. It's mad. It's wild. How can a place so small have so many micro? I just don't understand it. I really don't. We more oh, climates like they're, they're cli- it's worse than Canada. <laughs> yeah, and like Canada's quite large comparatively to us. Yeah, imagine trying to give somebody in a, somebody coming to Dublin, you know, in the future on a holiday or something. So, um, how's the weather? What should I pack? Well, now you'll have to be more specific than that. Well, where are you going? What number Dublin are you coming to? Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, I'm going to the centre of the city. What side? <laughs> and what day? Just pack for everything. Hike for pack for an excursion or a day at the beach and everything in between. Exactly. That's the way forward. <laughs> Valerie from Amy Winehouse, Sarah Classic Hits, Waking Up Happy with PJ and Jim. Tuesday, 2nd of March, about to take on the birthdays. In fairness, your eyes started to get in towards the end of the birthdays yesterday. I had a few near misses mm. yesterday. Like I was at, Three, you know, I think. I think yeah. it's three like out by just one. Off the post on so, all of them, yeah. So the eye is in, and not a bad old selection for you today, starting with John Bon Jovi. Oh, Come on, John Bon Jovi, the man who was the hit bit, of course. Yeah. A few times. Uh, certainly so in PJ's mind he was. Yeah, definitely. And that's the has only... Has there ever been a hit bit, a Bon Jovi hit bit? Oh, I don't think there I has. I think the last three were Bon Jovi. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the last three were yeah. Bon Jovi. Despite the, the answer to the last one being baggy trousers from Madness, you still believe maybe there was just a hint of Bon Jovi in there? Yeah, I think there probably was. It was like a, an element of the confusion of the game, you know. I think uh, Mike probably well, put a little bit of a layer in. I thought the game wasn't hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> right, John Bon Jovi, in fairness, like, you know, for all of the joking and stuff aside, like, I mean, 130 million albums. Outrageous. 10 million as a solo artist as well, on top of that. And, like, they're not even good. <laughs> uh, you well, know, I've never actually heard a John Bon Jovi solo album. No, neither have I, to be no. With I you. mean, it's all about the band, really. I suppose yeah. you get to a stage where you want to artistically express yourself. And normally when somebody does get to that stage, it means they're not very good anymore. They've run out of ideas. Yeah. You know, they're done to do the hits. And he did a um, bit of the acting stuff as well, appeared in a few bits and pieces, didn't he? Again, like, you know, Slippery <laughs> When Wet is an amazing album. It's yeah. an amazing album. There's a lot to be said for sticking to what you're good at. Oh, yeah. I, I, I suppose, and if you it's know, not broke, why fix it? I suppose at his age, the old spandex would look a bit mad, you know. <laughs> they're going, how, how many bottles of hairspray am I going to use in my life? 
Um, but he's a very talented man. Uh, yeah, and a good-looking boy. Good-looking boy as good well. Good-looking man too. I gotta say, he's like sixty-three. Not a million miles away. Fifty-nine. Oh, nah, hasn't oh, quite turned yeah. yet. Hasn't quite turned. Now this should be interesting. It's the birthday of Bond. James Bond. James Bond. The current one, Daniel Craig. Good, uh, yeah. So when is this movie ever coming out, or is it coming out? By the time this new Bond movie we've been waiting on comes out. Yeah. Like, everything in it, all the gadgets will be outdated. <laughs> Everybody will have them. Yeah, they will, everyone will have them. And <laughs> You'll be able to go around going, see that phone your man's using in the Bond movie? <laughs> I had that three years ago. Yeah, do you remember them? They remember them, and the charger was all wiggly on yeah. them and all. Yeah, Bond movies yeah. will become nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, same with his car that flies. Oh my God, imagine them. Yeah, like back in were, the day. Remember them back in the day? <laughs> you remember them just after the pandemic? What pandemic? Oh, it's a long story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, his middle name is Rotten. Of course, it is. W R O U G H T O N. Daniel Rotten Craig. You know I sentence you to <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of there's a bit of that in it, isn't there? And the other thing is that I know you're not a massive Daniel Craig fan. No, because right? he's too cranky. He's the best job in the world and he's not happy about right, it. Right, well this isn't gonna help. Oh god. Because apparently he's a Liverpool fan. God, I knew there was something off with him. I knew there was something off with him. I always knew, I always knew there's something off with him. Yeah. I suppose you forgive him being cranky in, a, in some ways because you think, well, yeah, God, up to this I, moment. he's in the middle of the worst title comeback in the history, which is good crack now. Uh, but then, up to this point, I, I actually thought he was—I thought he was a good Bond, but I think I've just gone off. Just him. change your mind, yeah. <laughs> I'm rotten now. Ah, uh, yeah. I suppose I shouldn't be too hard on them. They really are—they still are the second best team in Liverpool, uh, and that's you know, that's an achievement. That is an achievement. Oh, man. You know, there is a great side in Liverpool. You know, this, these Everton lads, they are very good. They're lovely to watch. They're a very talented bunch. They are, they're in the Champions League. They could be good. I keep an eye on them. Uh, they could uh, They have potential, you know. Right, Daniel uh, Craig is? Uh, it's 51. Not too bad, 53. Ah, for God's sake. 53, right. If he was an Everton supporter, he'd only be 51. (laughs) Another man who um, went through, I suspect, a a cranky period, and I think we all know why. Uh, Chris Martin is celebrating his birthday today. We know what happened Seems a lot happier nowadays. Oh, since Gwyneth, since he got rid of... Imagine the the relief he must have thought, because he was with her for a very long time. You know, and he must have been there going, is this what women do, was it? Make make candles out of their smelling pants and all. (laughs) Is that what they do? Why is she sticking cucumbers into my ears and won't let me sleep? And she's putting in like she's a she's a yeah yeah she's a unique person. It has to be said. In I terms come of home her. and she won't talk to me because I I thought her her foot wax was something to do with the dinner. You know, like she's the most unusual the things she comes up with the crack yeah. uh, that she comes up with. But I, can't, I tell you something. I'm uh, the one regret I have is missing that Coldplay concert. Because, uh, to be honest with you now, I wouldn't classify myself as a massive, massive The one that was in Croke Park? Yeah. It was supposed to have been fantastic. Well, by all, I mean, I've never heard people rave so much about. Yeah. And I mean, as I say, I wouldn't have been a massive Coldplay fan, but apparently they really. just absolutely it was supposed tore to be it down. Absolutely phenomenal. That yeah. As a show, it was supposed to have been unreal. Like, yeah, people were talking about it for ages, and the viral stuff about it, like, and, you know, people's videos and photographs and all that sort of stuff. I know, yeah, one of my friends went to it and all, and she was backstage and everything, and I... I don't think she's really a friend of mine anymore because of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, never been told. Apparently, she was able to take someone. And she took her stupid husband. Like, ridiculous. What's wrong? like how? Oh my god! Ridiculous. 
yeah. some people. Just because you're in love and you have kids with them, like, so yeah. stupid. I'm your friend, like. <laughs> uh, I gotta say. Right, Chris Martin, frontman of Coldplay, is. 46. Not bad, 44. Ah, for right, sake. let's come on, let's get this going. Uh, Maybe yours. Uh, you've, you know, I mean, you've been shoulder to shoulder with this man. Talking football, because you're both footballing experts, of course. It is the birthday of Harry Redknapp. Ah, yeah, I was on the radio with him, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that was that was great. Jungle King, Harry Redknapp, of course. He is the nicest man. Yeah. He really is a sound, sound fan. Like, what you see is what you get. There is no other Harry Redknapp. Like. Yeah, very hard to dislike Harry Redknapp. Very hard to dislike him. You know what I mean? He was doing a bit on Anton Deck and everything there as well recently. He just sort of comes across as just a... Really genuine man. Yeah, it's like uh, he he could be in Only Fools and Horses or (laughs) he can be in a football stadium or an office. Like, he belongs everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. He really is the everyman man. Like, he's just brilliant. He's Uh, great. But he's not a young man anymore. Say, uh... 67? 74. Oh, gee, he looks well. Yeah. For that, he looks well now. Good genes, all right, good genes. Definitely does. Harry Redknapp. He got them off the boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, off a stall. Right, <laughs> stick with the football. One of our own this time, Damien Duff. Duffer. Duffer. Yeah, Mr. Traditionally, the mo- the one of the shyest human beings you'll ever meet. And also, <coughs> somebody who would freak you out because apparently he loves his bed. The man oh, loves right. nothing more. He was an more. awful man to get out of the scratcher, yeah. wasn't he? Nothing more than a, than a lie-in. That's Duffer. right. But allegedly, I don't know this personally. Oh, but that's definitely the truth, The yeah. stories that come out of the camp where they're trying to get Duffer out, out of the bed. the scratcher was only... He just loved the bed. He was an awful man to try and get but out of the bed. an incredibly shy man. Doesn't like being approached and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he just wants to do his own thing keep himself to himself I never met him now he does seem like a decent skin yeah it's a pity he's well, I've a never rover. met him either but you know it's a, he's a rover unfortunately <laughs> so is Robbie Keane now uh, but they're, they're great lads um, but I, I don't know that's the thing I don't know anything about him apart from he loves a scratcher yeah he probably that's he's probably quite happy to keep it that way yeah and he's still, the way he's finished with the Irish team and all reason that was weird wasn't it yeah, I didn't really kind of follow up on you that. See, that was the t- Nobody really knows what the crack is. It's just, mm. oh, I, he, he did that move I always do. Like, I have to go. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint you. Are you leaving? Ah, uh, no. It's it's not you. It's me. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Exactly. He did that move. Yeah. Uh, so I right, so stick an age on Duffer. 43. Oh, so close. 42. Ah, you 42. F- and then let's put this one in the bag to finish. It is the birthday and a significant birthday. There's a zero in here, PJ. Mikhail Gorbachev. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? It was, um, of course, the, the beginning of the end of communism. Yeah, yeah. The man who brought about glasnost and, and all that sort of stuff. And all. Was that him? Yeah, I, I think, think it so. might have been. Nobel Peace Prize winner. That's right. He tells that amazing story in his book of when he flew to the United States the first time. Right. And he arrived and they were bringing him up to the, um, you know, to, to the White House, essentially. Yeah. And he they, he thought they built the road especially to fool him that capitalism was that good. Was that, that him? Yeah. I've heard you tell that story before. I thought it was that somebody was Go- else. That's Gorbachev, yeah. No way. And they passed by supermarkets full of food and all. He was like, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's real. Yeah, I've seen this done before. We did a bit of this ourselves, he was saying. And uh, he couldn't believe it. He wow. literally couldn't believe it. He thought that the, the roads and the streets and the shops and the hall, they were all just decorated just for him, like they do yeah. in North Korea today. Uh, and I said that was the, for him, that was the beginning of the end. Then he wow. went, ah, here. I didn't hear, ah, here. I thought it was all like, you know. 
Thought it was all a big spoof. Thought it was just a bit of a wind-up. I mean, you aren't perfect. By God, you're a bit of a kip, actually. But still, but you know, things have to change. Right, yeah. how old is he? He's 80. No, he's 90. Oh, for farts off, life's sake, God almighty. He gets to Damien Duff again. And now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boylan Show. Weekdays from 12. This is Ireland's Classic Hits. Cheers, Tara. How are you this morning? Good morning. Did you go home yesterday and toast yourself a steak? <laughs> <laughs> no, funnily enough, I didn't. What happened to it, by the way? Where did it disappear well, to? Well, that's it. Oh, I put it in the bin after. Oh, um, did you? Well oh. done. After the show, there was there were two of them lying there cold yeah. and rubbery. And I, I uh, to be fair, it would have been, would have been had... a massive health risk, wouldn't it? I, d- I disagree. And I had great plans. I told Jim this. I had great plans for some caramelised onions in the oh, omelette maker and a nice ciabatta. They, yeah. oh, God, she was going to go for the full steak sandwich. And oh. then you, then they disappeared. And, and, and when you say you put them in the bin, do you mean you actually <laughs> put them in the bin or figuratively put them in the bin? No, I actually put them into the bin. What's yeah. figuratively put them in well, the bin? himself. Is oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, unfortunately I didn't, know because uh, the one that came out of the toaster was still a little raw for me, and the one, uh, the other one, like, you know, well, sure, it was half-eaten, so I was like, I'd be, I would have been oh, a little... Excuse me, half-eaten, I took, I took a morsel off the end of it for uh, tasting purposes, as uh, I was required to do. Jimmy Two-Bite over there says the morsel. <laughs> I, preferred, I preferred yours to mine, PJ, I preferred the toaster version. Yeah. I See, it's, it's weird, because you're, you're, you're into the kind of, like, the rarer side of medium, aren't you? Ah, uh, well, yes, yes, but, but right. just barely now, I don't like, like, a blue okay. steak or a, you know... Whereas oh, PJ yeah. likes to be able to beat people... No, yeah. I don't. I like it just a, just I still a bit of pink, but a, a bit of pink. Like, you why know, do no. you buy? Bo- like, especially as it's causing you so much grief. Why do you bother trying? Yeah. Just take the rubber off the bottom of your shoe and eat that. A little bit of salt and pepper. Yeah, some nice Very potato similar. gratin on the side, and away you go. You people, either I that swear. or buy chicken. Will you, for God's sake? We're getting sick of you and your steak shenanigans. So sick of chicken, man. Chicken is the set. Is the poor man's. I was going to say the poor man's steak, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, set, don't, you don't want to go down that road. Yeah, how do you cook a chicken steak? <laughs> someone's going to tell us now how to do a chicken steak. I guarantee someone's going to give out to us. One of these days, PJ, you two will dine at the big table. Red Hot Chili Peppers under the bridge in ABBA. Knowing me, knowing you, just ahead of that. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Tuesday, folks. 087 if you need to give us a shout at any stage. Uh, Mary's been on. Mary Egan's been on. She wants us to give us a shout out to uh, our husband, Shane. It's his birthday today, right? So happy birthday to Shane. Happy birthday, Shane. But, uh, can I just point out, Shane, right now, listen, I don't want to, you know. I don't want to rat her out or anything, but she did spend the bulk of the text talking about her own birthday. Oh, for the love of God. What and a- how it's her birthday in 18 days, and this is her birthday month, and, you know, that's a- I think, to be honest with you, I think Shane was a bit of a patsy, PJ. Shane was definitely a patsy, yeah, yeah. I can see it was, that. It was nothing... Shane's birthday was nothing more than a gateway. It was a gateway to her own personal <laughs> celebration. And I have to say, I admire that carry-on completely. I'm all for that. <sighs> yeah. So listen, Shane, happy birthday to you from uh, Mary and all the gang. Uh, have a good day today. Also, you know the way we were talking earlier on, right? About... Um, the mad micro kind of cosms of, of or micro climates rather um, that exist in this country for a place that's so small, right? Yes. Paddy was on uh, to say it was seven degrees when he left Carrigaline in Cork. Okay. Right. He got to a place called Ardfinnan in South Tipperary. Yeah. It was minus three. That's ridiculous. Like that's that's literally ridiculous. Like you can go from here to Albania and it'll be within ten degrees. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it will be roughly around within 10 degrees of a difference. But between Ard Finnan and Carrigaline, it's like, it's it's the, it's the even more, is this one? Well, uh, well, what is it? So it's minus three in, in Ard Finnan. It was seven in Carrigaline. So it's a, yeah, it's a difference of so 10 it's degrees. it's 10 degrees. Yeah. That's outrageous. Like, this country is wild, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, mad stuff. Mad. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, and various people were on about different things, you know, like some people know Frost and some people saying whatever, it's uh, chilly. And uh, there's uh, John, John Heavey, who was on uh, to say that he was cycling in that this morning. He couldn't see 10 yards in front of him. But to be honest with you, if he was cycling, he deserves it. Good. <laughs> no, I knew. Didn't yeah. I know there was something coming there? Yeah. We never got to speak Shame about Shame he didn't run into a pole. <laughs> Jim McKay. <laughs> it's all right. It's John Heavey. He knows I'm messing. That's all right, yeah. He's a, he's a listener to the show. He knows I'm messing. I wouldn't like him to run into a pole. Sort of. Sort of mess. I wouldn't <laughs> like him to run into a pole. Maybe go to the toilet publicly <laughs> by accident or something. That'd be a funnier thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere old up So listen, so what have we got for you on the old uh, menu today? Um, let me see. Well, the uh, return of the hit bit yesterday. We came back for a double money Monday on the brand new hit bit. It's a bit more meaty this time, I can tell you. There's a bit more to go on. Yeah. I can't imagine this hit bit lasting as long as the last one did, to be honest. I don't think so. I heard Damien going on about it yesterday. He must have played it 150 times. He's <laughs> mad for someone to win it. Yeah. He must have played it 150 times. They are now. He went, he did, it went on. So if you didn't hear it one of the 150 times that Damien played it, you can listen to it on classichits.e. And um, we are still over 500 quid. So even, you know, even starting off, it's not bad a few quid. Yeah, it's 510 not bad. today. And of course, you can hear it on classichits.e as well. So you can go there and listen to it as many times as you like. Yeah. Uh, and there's loads going on in the world today. Um, from escaped monkeys in the zoo to uh, World Cup Ireland hosting the World Cup yeah I was listening to that with Tara that sounds brilliant oh. if, it have, if it comes off like what is it 2030 so we have a few years to go but still yeah. it'd be fantastic wouldn't it it'd be something to look forward to you know what I mean yeah. we'd be only coming out of lockdown <laughs> yeah <laughs> finally <laughs> it'd be nice that's something to look forward to I'll tell you something careful what you say don't tempt oh, fate no, I shouldn't be laughing don't, don't tempt fate I saw your friend Clelia Murphy you know her she's yeah. uh, uh, she's said yesterday it's the 353rd of March <laughs> and I was like that really is the absolute perfect way of putting up the weird position we feel a bit in. like that yeah <laughs> and of course the breakfast table quiz this week uh, has a, uh, a classic hits ha- uh, prize hamper up for grabs you got the hoodie in there you got the PJ and Jim ugly mug whole host of other goodies decent enough score yesterday to start on that as well there was 11 on 11, that 11 yeah our Monday players have been like amazing the last few weeks I've been so doing it's well, good right. one there. Been doing good and of course if you've got anything for us feel free at any stage uh, you can get us as usual for free on WhatsApp 087-188-0008 Find you on Cannibal She Drives Me Crazy here at Classic Hits Waking Up Happy with PJ and Jim Thank you for that uh, Tuesday 2nd of March Hit bit on the way of course this hour It's back It kind of returned yesterday in fact It's back 510 euro if you fancy playing Magic Mike is always standing by 087-188-0008 Let him know if you want to get on and play ClassicHits.ie by the way to check out all the uh, previous answers Not that there's many but the more important bit is listening to the hit bit as often as you like on the website there classichits.e and in the meantime if you've ever had that problem and let's face it surely to God everybody has had that problem at some stage oh. whether it's in a work environment or you're at a party or whatever it is somebody's talking to you and you think I have got to get away from this person how do I get away from this person this person is blithering on I can't even hear what they're talking about anymore last Tuesday oh yeah last Tuesday would you ever do that yeah I'd love to do that I can't 
get out of this conversation. And these scientists over in the States, they realised they were getting into this uh, pattern quite regularly and then it suddenly dawned on them. Does the person in this conversation opposite me feel the same? Are they dying to get out of this conversation as well? But none of us know how to find where the stopping, where is the natural stopping point? Are we humouring each other into oblivion here? Right. By the way, you give me abuse because... I always feel for the other person and so I want to appear interested. Oh, that's because you're I'm like, there. That's because it's not a victimless crime, Jim. Like if we're in like if we're in meetings here, there used to be this fella came in. Oh my god, and he'd sit there and he'd be like, uh, you know, and he's you know, it's they they paid this lad for his advice. I'd never I could I couldn't believe I still to this day can't believe it they do that. Yeah. They pay some flute like not even from the they never listens to the show to listen to it once and then comes in and criticizes us. You know, and he used to sit there and so I'd be like Grant just let him talk himself out and when he stops just deal with the uncomfortable silence and we'll go you know Yeah. and J- J- Jim couldn't do it Jim couldn't do it the silence I'm ch- what can I say I'm a nice guy I didn't want the guy to feel you know what I mean that nobody was interested oh, Jesus and Jim would start asking him about his holidays and all oh I didn't my ask god. him you all, oh my god I was there this fa- and then he'd be like oh yes I have a marmalade factory and oh my god it was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, Jim would be like, oh, yes, could, so could I ask you one more thing? Oh, my God, Jim. We're never going to get out of here. Uh, yeah. So they've started... Well, surprisingly, we still have those flutes coming in trying to tell us how to do the job. But anyway... Ah, yeah, well, look, yeah, sure. I, I then you get flutes like me who don't... Who, who can't who understand listen. anything new. Uh, so... So you have so this is a, they asked is this a thing is this a regular phenomenon does this happen yeah and uh, they went to have a search and it turns out over eighty percent of conversations eighty percent are gone beyond the point of no return there are for both people they think it could have ended earlier and it should have ended earlier right eighty percent Jim it's huge so we're all busily boring the backside off each other on a general daily basis. So how do we get out of it then? What, how do you do it? How well, do you bring it. it to an end? So the study brings up these important points, right? Having a conversation. When do you have an exit? But what, how, how do you exit more than anything else, right? So it says, and this actually isn't bad advice. It says, uh, so say if they're um, talking about, they were complaining about something in the conversation. You, you mentioned that before you exit, right? So no matter what point they're in, you sort of go, listen, I really, really hope that gets better for you soon. And by doing that, you've created a, a cr- conversational crossroads where they can go, where you can then go, but um, I'm going to leave it at that. Or I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I really hope that gets better for you. I sympathise with you so much. It must be impossible. You br- go, you sympathise, and then you go, I'll see you anyway. Right. Take care of yourself. Okay. That's one way, right? Right. So you give them their point back. Yeah. And then you get out of there. If they haven't, if they've been just regular, if you're just kind of anything, again, you give them the point back, right? Right. So you summarise and you leave, right? So if they've been like, and then I was like this and my new job is fantastic and I earn more money than you. And it's been a wonderful time. And you go, listen, I'm abs- I can't tell you how happy I am to hear that things are going well for you. I'm so glad I bumped into you today. I was thinking about you. I let you go. See you later. So you so you lie. Yeah, or you lie in all these situations. Yeah, or you lie. Right. So you summarise the conversation, and then you say, "Good luck." I'm so glad I met you today to hear how well you're doing. Or basically, the other way. I really hope things get better. You summarise the conversation. You've created the crossroads, you... and you get out. And the good thing is, if they still don't take the tip, you re-summarise. You do it again. By the second or third time, if they don't get it, 
you just have to unfortunately you just have to be rude you just have to slam the door thing is with this right it goes that's fine that's not bad advice you know when you're in parties or you're mm. in work or you know you're on the road or in the shops what if you're married to the person that's boring they don't really tell you like you know what I mean let's face it we've all been there with someone that you know you live well, can, can you not just use like, it and, and go to go to a different room? <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I, can, I don't think yeah. you can. Yeah, I'm glad that you're really enjoying watching that program on the television. It's been absolutely fantastic to see you happy. I'm going to the kitchen. Yeah. I'm going to the kitchen. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, you know, it's, it's you don't have the same because yeah, you don't have the same condition. Yeah. It doesn't really help us with that, you know. Yeah, yeah like, I think the root of that problem might have started a lot earlier. I think the idea that you've ended up in a marriage with somebody that you don't like talking to, you know, the root of that could have been a lot earlier than just that conversation. DJ. Imagine that's when you did it, right? So you're out up there, right? And you're on the altar and the priest fella goes, do you take this woman for the rest of your life to look her in the face and to be, you know, until death do you part? And he just goes, do you know something? I hope you've had a wonderful day. <laughs> and it's been a great few years for you. And I'm delighted you had a great few years. But I have to go. <laughs> Tiffany here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Hit bit on the way. 510 euro in cash could be yours this very day. Magic Mike holds the key to it all. He can give you that cash if you can get the hit bit right. It's relatively new. Well, I'm saying relatively new. It's brand spanking new. It only arrived yesterday. Absolutely brand new this week, yeah. So have a go. 087 Magic Mike standing by on WhatsApp. Let him know that you want to play. And as PJ mentioned, don't give him your guess. Just let them know you want to play name uh, onto a WhatsApp 087-188-0008. And while you're doing that, uh, this was a, a news story that actually, if, to be fair, okay, it broke the other side of the weekend. It happened last Friday, right? Yeah, but we and never I'm, got to talk about it. Yeah, and I'm very suspicious why PJ Gallagher would bring this up now, right? Normally we don't ever go back on sort of old stuff. And I just, I'm suspicious that PJ Gallagher is bringing this up because it happens to involve a monkey. I don't know and what you're talking about. After the level of personal attack and abuse I suffered yesterday, I'm, you'll understand if I'm somewhat sceptical and somewhat suspicious. I'm just saying I can't believe we overlooked the story. Okay, that's all I'm saying. There was no monkeying around in the Dublin Zoo um, when a macaque escaped. An animal called Sulawesi got out of the um, enclosure, uh, out of the macaque enclosure in Dublin Zoo. Yeah. And um, didn't escape now onto the street or anything. Uh, a lot of people thinking... That, I mean, Dublin Zoo has had very, very low customer levels uh, compared to previous years. Yeah, I mean, it's, years, been, it's been closed, hasn't it, for months. Essentially. So I have a feeling maybe your mum was there going, yeah, this fierce quiet. I've got to go out there and see what's going on. This is, you know, yeah. this fierce quiet. I haven't had a good explanation at all. Where's everybody gone? Where's everybody gone? I haven't had anybody to show me bottom to in a while. Yeah, yeah, I haven't made I've, I've been making rude gestures to myself for the last <laughs> year now. Yeah, I'm fed up talking to the rest of these monkeys. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Where's all those hairless monkeys? that you see wandering around. Using those tips of how to get out of a conversation, you just said, uh, I'm going out. Uh, so I got into the zoo and of course, thankfully, he was unharmed and brought back to the enclosure and everything is okay and everything's good. What does make me laugh about the story is the way Gardaí from Cabra were brought in. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm like that. this isn't mocking the Gardaí. God knows they've had enough grief this week. Yeah. I'm just wondering, how did the Gardaí handle a, a loose monkey situation? But also, like, like in terms of you know, and to be fair, the zoo, Dublin Zoo, you know, a lot, a lot of trained staff. Trained I mean, staff. you know, featured on the TV and all that sort of stuff. A lot of, you, you know, these people are experts in their various animal fields. And you kind of think, like, that they would know, you know, when it comes to handling a monkey situation, that they might be better 
than your average the than your average guard. I imagine the guards brought in a negotiator and they all tell me what your demands are to go and like the monkey's like you know he says I think he wants a, a large bunch of bananas. Two bags of nuts, and you know, I guess that sort of. I don't know really. What does yeah. what sort of demands? Were it does seem unusual because I mean, oh. whatever about animal control or whatever the equivalent is in Ireland, you know what I mean? That you might call, like, if you think, you know, whatever. I don't know the RSPCA or the DSPCA or whatever. I mean, who knows? But but the guards. Yeah, it does make it sound a little bit like it's a kind of an escaped convict. Maybe they that were they're trying to track down. Maybe they were going. Is does anyone know Jim McCabe's number? <laughs> and they were like the guards have it, and they were like oh, and the guards misunderstood that, and they were like yeah. So they were saying no, they get Jim down, and you get him to take off his top, and he does do. Booty boo, I want to walk like you. Unbelievable! And, uh, you know, Unbelievable! So, I knew I knew there was a, I knew there was an ulterior motive to this story the making a return. Going, oh look, there it is. There's Granddaddy Ape. I haven't. <laughs> Seen him in so long, and they'd be like, Jim, I want to walk like you. So you just you said you said Jim in with a banana and a gorilla mask, yeah. and they'd be like, This is amazing. I'd be like that, I'd be like, um, I'd be like, I would be the negotiator, and he'd be like, Right, okay, Jim, go in there, tell him, talk him down, tell him that we're willing to, to extend his, his branch by an extra six foot. Okay, leave it to me. <laughs> Jim's in there and he's brushing his back with a hairbrush trying to talk him around to soften the blow trying to talk him back into it the only problem there is like, if they didn't throw you a t-shirt you might never get out we'd be, in this, we'd be going Jim just gave up the job one day never saw him again and to be honest out. with you at the moment being in the monkey enclosure in Dublin Zoo sounds like a better proposition Ireland's classic hits and now the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online. Available at supermax.ie. Hip it. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit bit. Uh, the classic hit bit is back, of course. The all new, brand new to use a saying that makes not a lot of sense, but I like saying it regardless. At 500 euros and a tenner this morning, and here's what it sounds like. <laughs> Lots to go on in that one. There is. There is. And I like it as well because it's a kind of a, it's like a, it's like the end line to a gag. It's, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a funny feeling that'll be used now. Uh, exactly. Going forward. Uh, so it's some of my, um, of course, incredible gags that Jim tries to ruin sometimes by putting, uh, you know, funny sound effects on them and everything. Um, Never. Yeah, no, no, this is just me trying to get away from terrible gags. That's all it is. Uh, also, Carol O'Driscoll is going to play for us this morning. How are you, Carol? Are you still in bed, Carol? No. Oh, no. sorry, I beg your pardon. She can be asking you questions like that. <laughs> How are you getting on today? Very well, thank you. Yeah, good stuff. What part of the country are you in? Uh, uh, Kerry's Road, Limerick City. Limerick City, right. So let's try and give you a few quid. What do you think this is? Uh, uh, Steelers Wheels. Steelers Wheels. Is that Stop the one you're going leaders. for? Yeah, it's, it's, we seem to have a really dodgy line. Mike is with us, though, so hopefully Mike knows the score on this one anyway. Mike, do you? Yeah, it's a dodgy line, all right. I don't know what's going on there, but it is Steeler's Wheel. That's what you're guessing. Uh, stuck in the middle with you. Will you steal the cash? You won't, unfortunately, but you need to steal a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Carol. No Listen, have a good day. No. Take care of yourself. Have a good day. Cheers. See you, Carol. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. That uh, was unfortunate. Yeah, that line was a bit ropey. 
Yeah, yeah. So was I. But sure, look, that happens every day. Cathy uh, Cathy Ald- O'Sullivan. How are you, Cathy? Good, PJ. How are you? So, first things first, what's the dog's name? Uh, Jack. <laughs> uh, where are you this morning, Cathy? I'm in near Lockway in County Galway. Very, very good. Is it Jack's guess, is it? D- 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 it sounds like Jack yeah, has, yeah. Put, has put Cathy on the phone. Three dogs. Going, three dogs. All right, so all right. they're all having a guess. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell him, ask him as a queen, will you? Ask him. Go on, ask him. Ask him as a queen. I think it's queen. Shut up, you. What do you know? I ask. Ask, I think it's queen. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, wh- wh- which dog's guess are you going to go with this morning, Cathy? I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with Jill's guess. Okay. She's better. <laughs> uh, bon Jovi. Uh, it's my life. Oh, oh my God, a bon, jo- bon Jovi guess. There you go, and it's his birthday today. <laughs> Whose birthday? Bon Jovi. Oh, of course, yeah, it yeah. His birthday I today. thought you meant it was the dog's birthday. I was oh, going to say, how could you tell that? He's <laughs> <laughs> saying it. He can hear the dog in the background going, it's my birthday, it's my birthday. <laughs> My birthday! <laughs> right, uh, Mike, uh, Bon Jovi, it's my right. life. You are literally all barking mad. I'm going to let the PJ and Jim listeners in on a very exclusive secret. It is not Bon Jovi at all. So oh. it's oh. Well, at right. least you ruled that one out for us, Cathy. Thanks a million for that. Good stuff. And say, uh, okay, and say okay, thank you to, the, to, all, to you and all the dogs for having a go this morning. Absolutely, no. Cathy. Have a great day. Take care of yourself. <laughs> No Cheers. Bye bye. <laughs> that was one of the more bizarre hit bits we've ever had. It was great, wasn't it? I was yeah. very rude at the start. Poor old Carol, I couldn't. The me asking that question. I could barely make out a word Carol was saying. And, and yeah. then we ended up having a Doctor Doolittle moment. I know, yeah. Between the dogs and everything else. But with the phone line there, in fairness, it was easier to understand Jack than Carol. <laughs> Fair point. Right, so our new hit bit rolls on, of course. Half one today, your next chance to play. And then again later on this afternoon with Damien Farrelly as well. 510 euro, still the cash that's up for grabs and classic hit study, of course, if you want to check out. Yeah, listen to it as many times as you like and play again. 087-188-0008 for the hit bit. Journeys don't stop believing here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on your Tuesday. Thanks for letting us hang out with you folks. Tuesday, 2nd of March, 087 if you need to give us a shout. Of course, breakfast table quiz on the way. As PJ mentioned, you need at least 12 uh, so far this week. We had a score of 11 yesterday, so at least 12, hopefully more, if you're going to try and scoop this Classic Hits prize hamper that we have up for grabs this week with the uh, Classic Hits hoodie and the PJ and Jim ugly mug and all the other bits and pieces in there. And uh, you know the way that we've kind of we kind of christened PJ as our Doctor Love. Obviously, he's he's the man. He is the go-to advice man when it comes to you know giving yourself a real shot at love. Because we all know nobody is more qualified than a single middle-aged man when it comes to these things. Obviously, you and know. I think this one in particular, this one is actually one you enjoy. This one is the one I think that you you can really. You can kind of buy into this. You're on board with this. I completely buy into this one. So, the story goes as is. A woman, um, she went on three dates with a guy, right? Her name Mm. is Alex, right? Uh, And she went uh, on three dates, met this guy on Tinder. Things were kind of going okay. You know, uh, so, they went on three dates. And then, obviously, she kind of got that thing. Ah, nice fella. Not for me, right? Gotcha. So they stopped hanging out. She stopped responding to the messages and whatever else, you know. Mm. So then she gets a message. Hey, Alex, hope you're doing well. This is from the guy. We don't know his real name. We just know his initials are CK. Okay. Hey, Alex, hope you're doing well. Would you mind letting me know what your um, Venmo is? The American Revolution, essentially, that is, right? Okay. So you can text somebody money, essentially, right? And uh, 
she's like, he goes, oh, sorry, just the reason I asked is since you and I don't seem to be seeing each other anymore, I think it's only fair to ask to, you know, to to be reimbursed payment for the dates we went on. <laughs> so he goes, I believe we went three times, uh, went into bars and restaurants. I paid for us every single time. Uh, so I would say, you know, on a round figure to sort of put it there, around 35 quid is more enough for the food and drinks you had. I'd settle for 35 quid. So if you wouldn't mind just sending that on and uh, we'll call it a day, he says, I view you as a fair girl. I'm sure you will consider reimbursing me Thanks for your time. Wow. Uh, I sent it off. She, Jim McCabe, is furious. She's so furious. She she went on her social media. She's like, can't believe this. And screenshotted the messages and put them out there and the whole lot. For, like, a lot of her mates, though, are jumping on saying, well, you know what I mean. Like, if he, if he did pay for it, he's only asking. Like, it's not like he sent you a bill. He's asking you. Yeah. If, if you'd fancy ponying up the few extra quid, you know. Uh, and she goes, um, well, for me, she says, it's the audacity. I'd say the audacity of going out three times and not even buying so much as a point. I'd say is a little bit, you know, yeah. I'd say the, the audacity, a lot of audacity in that. There you go. Anyway, some people are spoiled. This is my Because I have to say now, I'm kind of coming around to that, to your way of thinking on this. Originally, I, fair I would have said kind of like, oh, for God's sake, you know, it, was one, it just didn't, ha- it didn't work out, whatever. Yeah. But to be fair, I suppose, why should there be? Especially in this, you know, enlightened age that we supposedly live in. Why yeah. shouldn't it be a situation where it's like, yeah, look, you know, if, if you're not going to go, if you're not going to go Dutch on us and, and divvy up at the time. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure now. I'm confused myself as to where I stand on I it. think he's being very civil. I'd be billing her for me time and everything. <laughs> I'd be like, There's a going rate for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want to be... T- people wanna... pay for this, baby. I said, just, I, 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 people pay for entertainment here. You know what I mean? I, I'd, be, I'd be sending invoices and all. I'd be asking for the name, for the name of the family solicitor. <laughs> Getting your agent and everything. Yeah, I'd be there. Send her, a, uh, send her a letter. Send her a letter. I want uh, you 15% is in it for you. They'd be like, what? Are you serious? Send her a letter. Um, yeah. Actually, show something before you go on with that. Let's just very quickly. Let's do a quick five-minute poll. One of our little five-minute polls, right? So, what? Well, let's go with this. So, just to make it easy, so we can get a yes/no answer. So, should he have asked for her share? What about that? Is that a fair? Okay. Yeah, I think that's about okay. as unbiased yeah. as you can be. Because I know the argument as well is right that you go out with somebody and what you spend is what you spend. You, you, yeah. know, you don't. If you chose to pay for the meal. You we well, see the other argument the is the other argument is you're you're you know one assumes attempting to woo somebody. Yeah, you see, what you so you know what I mean. So you're doing that in sort of like does that mean then that the that the the wooing wasn't real if they turn around and go it's not really working on me I'm out of here. Well, I'd also be thinking. She's going to pay the four times, surely. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, surely the next time you go, she's going to go, you're always paying, I'm getting this. And I'll be there. Right. Go, go ahead. So yeah. you're saying she Knock just ended, she ended prematurely, that basically you, did, you didn't get your fair kind of, you know, return investment. I'd be, I, to be honest, I'd, set, I'd just say, can you just send me on like a, a load of McDonald's vouchers or something then? And I'll eat them on my own. <laughs> Like, I'd settle for that. I mean, could you not send me, like, send me some like, just-eat vouchers? Then so, I can choose what I'd want, yeah. you know? So the secret really would have been probably to either divvy up at the start, to go Dutch at the start. Yeah. Or else do the sort of, no, you got the last one, I'll get this uh, yeah, one. That's, whatever, you know, that's on the back you and got forth. Yesterday, yeah. I'll get this. Or, right. whatever, you know. or else at least send a load of vouchers. If you're not going to meet you again, you'll ride it on the back of a voucher. And you send see, because the argument is going to be, oh, romance is dead. <laughs> 
oh yeah romance is dead years yeah that's alright romance was never a thing that was something you saw in movies and all right you're giving each other friendship. okay so so that's so that's our five minute poll right 087 just very quickly 087 yes or no was he right to ask for half of the expenditure back or whatever you know what I'm saying but yeah, was yeah. he right or was he wrong? He didn't even ask for half. Yeah. He just yes he, or no. A rough average. He just says, "I just saw. I don't feel like it was taken advantage of." You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. to be honest with I you, I think it's very clear to see which side of this particular argument you come down on. I tell you something, Jim. <laughs> you and me would make a great married couple, even with coffee and all. Buy a bag, get a bag. Buy a bag. We're, yeah. We have a great system worked out here. Do you know that? Way? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And much a like f- a full divvy up. Yeah, and much like a married couple. That's why. That's why the show has continued actually because PJ doesn't want the show to ever end where he might be owed a bag of coffee. <laughs> I wouldn't. Don't think I'd handle that very well. Yeah. I think. Oh. Oh, no, I, I say, no, no, we're not finishing up. We'll finish up. In a couple of weeks' time, when Jim's boss is back at coffee. Can I just say as well to everybody out there, I think, you know the way, Jim still doesn't have Revolut, and I think it is just in case we get sacked and he doesn't have to get back to coffee. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, you know. Very you know, I'm just saying that. I'm not saying Jim's a skinflint. I'm saying I am. And I just never want that to be in that position. Ace of Bass, all that you want here at Classic Hits. Waking Up Happy with PJ and Jim. That turned out to be quite an appropriate song to follow that little story that we did. Yeah. About whether this guy was correct to ask this girl to be taken out on three dates. He'd paid for all of the dates when they went to wherever they went to. And uh, and then she decided like the relationship wasn't going anywhere, so they split up or whatever after the three dates. And he sent her a request for half of the money that he'd spent on the dates back. Right. Yeah. So the question we posed on our little five minute poll was whether or not he was right to do it or wrong to do it. And I'll tell you something, right? There's a couple of things that have come out of this. One is okay. it's really tight. It's really fifty fifty. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it really like does. Yeah. And it's not falling along gender divides either. In fact, if anything, no. quite the opposite. It's it's mainly. It's mainly women who are saying he was absolutely right to ask for the money back. Right? Yeah, I know. And then there's a couple of other interesting I... angles on it as well. Like, for example, a few people have said, well, do we know if they had adult playtime? I don't know, but the, I am... Um, wait a second, right? That's Somebody, somebody yeah. said, like, if they had adult playtime, then that's fair enough. You know what I mean? It was kind of quits. But that, I mean, sorry, but it's, it's paying... That's not technically illegal. <laughs> Wait, I'm, Is that not a form of... You know I, mean? I don't think that's the way we should go with that. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, but, yeah. So there's that. I know what you mean. It'd be like, if that happened, it's and then you go, come here, can I still get 35 quid? Uh, no. <laughs> you can't now. Yeah. Uh, it was gone to a different place there. So there, there was a few... Yeah. Few people seem to think that that should be something that's taken into the equation I, or whatever. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Very, very, very tight though in terms of um, of whether or not uh, like it's, there's lots of yeses and nos, which is interesting. So I'm it not, does split it's, people. It's very close. Uh, yeah, and then there's one interesting one as well from Jay and Tipperary, who uh, who basically said ah, he sounds like a cranky ficker. Was it PJ? <laughs> Might be cranky, Jay. But is he right? Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next one gets some more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. 
The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. The Classic Hits prize hamper this week is what's up for grabs. That's our prize for the top score. The Classic Hits hoodie is in there. The PJ and Jim Ugly Morgan, a whole host of other Classic Hits branded goodies could be yours. But if you're going to take the uh, top prize, you're going to need to get the top score. And at the moment, that score is 11. It is. 12 is the score we need to take the lead this morning on the Breakfast Table Quiz. If you want to get that hamper of wonderful maroon goodness. Uh, and it's going to be Sean Fennell that's going to play. How are you, Sean? I'm grand. How are you? Not too bad at all, Sean. Where are you today? In Cabin Taley. Very good, very good. Are you at work or what's the crack? We we are. We're upholsters here in Cabin Taley doing a small bit. Oh, very good. Upholsters. Very good. Good yeah. stuff. All right, and listen, how are you feeling about taking on a score of 11? Do you play along with the quiz normally? You do, yeah. You do well, but I don't think I'm going to do well because I'm on. <laughs> no, Sean, don't be, don't be backhanding yourself there. Now. Ah, you, yeah. you, you may fly, you never know. We've, uh, we've every faith in you on this. Right, so listen, let's get it going then. 60 seconds on the clock. Uh, let's see if we can get to the dirty dozen at least, Sean. The very best of luck. Here we go. If someone has been severely reprimanded, they're said to have been read the what act? Right. What do the initials AOB stand for on agendas and minutes? Any other business. In the sentence, I love you, what word is the object? Love. It's you. Luxembourg has a border with Belgium, Germany, and what other country? Austria. France, with what ah. sport is the name Andrew Murray associated? Tennis. In biology, what sea is another name for the large intestine? Colon. In which country would you find the Sydney Opera House? Australia. What P is the name given to the fields where rice is grown? In Meg Ryan played opposite what actor in Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail? Tom Hanks. The city of Hamburg is in what country? Germany. How many feet are there in a fathom? Couldn't tell you. Six. What kind of animal was the cartoon character Droopy? Dog. What animal is commonly found in packs and known for howling? Wolves. Do I fit that last one in? No, I don't know. No, No, I don't think so. I was trying to get another one. Very close. Very close. That's me washing my hands of it. Yeah, (laughs) I was trying to. (laughs) Let Magic Mike decide on that one. (laughs) Right, so let's see what the current score is because this could be interesting because you got a good run on the end Ah, there, Sean. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're joking me. So even if you'd gotten the other one in, it would have been 11. Wouldn't quite have been good enough. I have to say, as well, Sean, they were tough ones at the start. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, the other. The objects. Yeah, even you wouldn't have got them. Then. I'll tell I'll you, tell so, you. Sean, I wouldn't have got half of them. So. Yeah. Are, you, are you joking, Sean? She was struggling to read them, let alone ask them, for God's sake. But anyway, listen, Sean, that was a brilliant Sean. attempt. Well done, sir. Thanks All for right. having a go. Cheers, man. Have a good one, lads. Take, Take care. care. See you, Sean. Cheers. Breakfast Cheers. table quiz. That's it. Benny Davis eyes from Kim Kynes here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Thanks for letting us hang out with you wherever you are. Whatever you're up to, whatever you're doing, obviously a lot of people we know uh, listen to us now while they're working from home. That's very much become a thing. It's the kind of thing that, you know, not only at the moment, but people are talking about how the working from home thing may be something that comes out of this as a long-term kind of effect, if you know what I mean, that people may, may choose or may... You know, may not even be given the option about sort of like the working environment. It may be that people are kind of, you know, you're, we're moving towards a future that involves working from home an awful lot more. Yeah, the flip side, of course, being that you can now ask to work at home yeah. and your boss ha- ya- has to come up with some very good reason why you can't. Yeah. Because well, there's no Netflix at work. <laughs> um, 
I got saw so, and now the, there's a, the outrage brigade are a little bit outraged again, right? So Fisher Price, you know Fisher Price, yep. the toy company they've been around. Very since, famous toy company. Oh, when we were nippers, we used to get the Fisher Price car parks and the the Tonka trucks and all of that sort of stuff. But Fisher Price have released a kit, a, a working from home kit for kids, right? <laughs> now. I have to say, at first glance, I did think, what in the world? It's got like a plastic laptop. Right. And an ear and headpiece thing with a mic on it, like for, you know, your Zoom meetings. Yeah. And it even comes with like a little small plastic coffee cup, you know, that you sit at your laptop and you're... Brilliant. You're doing your business, you know, and you press the buttons and it has some sort of reaction to it, whatever. So a lot of people have said, this is outrageous. One toy reviewer um, has said, this is so bleak. Children saying, I need to grab my latte and go to work before they're even leaving the house. You know something? Oh my God. I see what they're saying, but would you get over it? Like, I mean, t- things are better than ever when it comes to toys, right? Yeah. When you and me were kids, <laughs> we were given rifles. This is going to go This is going to go horribly wrong for me. I have a feeling I'm going to be slagged for having a wheel and a stick or something. Okay, Jim was given an L- <laughs> given a yo-yo, a handmade yo-yo and a hoop and a stick, right? But then after that, you know, if you grew up it, when there was like four numbers in a year or whatever, unlike Jim, right? Uh, you know, you grew up then... There was we were given like rifles and our yeah. sisters were given the cookers. Thing, yeah, all the things that were considered like politically uncor- incorrect now. Like as you say, the idea of giving kids pl- toy guns. Yeah. Uh, the idea of like um gender stereotyping like dolls and and kitchen things kitchen and all that things sort of stuff. Remember me to stop shooting your sister. <laughs> Yeah, those, and like, but I mean, it's always been the way. There's always been that thing uh, that where kids want to mimic whatever their folks do. They want to emulate the what adults do. do. So you ended up like there was, you know, the other side of it was there was there was always a kid. Everybody, well, sorry, correction. Every male kid always had like a, a pretend toolkit. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like plastic hammers and plastic saws and uh, yeah, and that all was, that sort of and stuff. That was for lads. Uh, guns and plastic toolkits, right? <laughs> yeah. And girls got cookers. And you remember this song that we're listening to now? Yeah. Dolly Parton sang for the ad, the Petite Nine Ninety, working nine to five, where like young girls were being basically <clears throat> groomed to be secretaries. That's right. For there the was rest always of their a, lives. a pretend typewriter. The pretend typewriter. No, not even a pretend. There'd oh, be something it, that would actually work. It worked and all. Just like yeah. you, there was only enough. There was you couldn't do the numbers or something. It was just so you could write letters. <laughs> Take letters for daddy or something. You know, so things have gotten better. Like, yeah. they have gotten better. So a home working kiss, like, even in the 70s, yeah, remember? I mean, to be fair, like, surely that's a... I don't see really where the outrage is coming from with that. Does yeah. it mean? I, like, I, I do initially, I look at it because uh, so many people don't want to work from home and all. And then you do yeah. see, like, grooming kids to just be sitting there as laptop morons with lattes, you know, like, the, like most well, of us. Yeah, you could look at it like that, or you could look at it that they're like, you know, successful entrepreneurs who run their business literally from home and have... There's I mean, there's all sorts of ways of looking at that. You're right, yeah. I mean, I but guess But just so. as you say, as, as is always the case, the outrage brigade, always on the lookout for an for opportunity. something to be upset about. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Years ago, I'll never forget, do you remember you could buy the serum wheels with a stopper on them? And you were like seven years old, or five years old, sitting in the front of the car with your own steering wheel next to your Elfle, <laughs> driving down the road. I thought they were great. They I were. always wanted one of them. And oh, I think I was so in my I. 20s at the time. <laughs> Yeah, is it me or you, Let me sit in the front. Let me sit in the front. 
Jim, oh. shut up, will you, for God's sake? Even better when your elf in a wood and just sit on his lap and drive to town. Ah, <laughs> oh, those are the days. Yeah, four non-blondes. What's up here at Classic Hits? Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that, and thank you for all of the WhatsApps. 087-188-0008. has been a mad nostalgia blast. Oh, has there, yeah. Of those God. times gone by, of things that you'd never get away with now. Oh, yeah. Uh, look at this kind of stuff. Um, lads, my brother got a toy carpentry set from Santa one year with real tools in That's it. That's fantastic. I remember that. I remember yeah. a toy set with a real saw, like a metal saw. I with do sharp remember teeth. them. Yeah, do you remember them. I just go around sawing any <laughs> bit of wood I could find around the garden in the front or whatever. Yeah, amazing. Somebody says, "Hi lads, never mind a work from home kid. I was groomed as a kid to be a cleaner. I got a small sweeping brush set." <laughs> I tell you, and there, look at that. There's, there's one here as well. It says. Sure, kids love copying mammy and daddy. They, there's pretend hoovers and ironing boards, lawnmowers. Teach them young. That's what I say. Isn't it mad that even with kids, though, like they don't that's fall from for it. Like, you know, you could never say, do you want to use the real hoover? They'd be like, oh, no, <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, no. ridiculous. I'm letting on them hoovering. Yeah, Stephen was on to say, my now eight-year-old daughter asks Santa for a toolkit to fix cars like her dad. When, she was, o- when she was only three. That's brilliant. Uh, a few of the other bits. Remember, somebody saying, do you remember cigarette sweets when you're talking about stuff that you'd never get away oh, with? the fags, yeah. Got me up with your mates when you were kids <laughs> to have a pack of the Superman cigarettes. The co- I got um, I, bought, I got you a set, didn't you I? You did very recently, very only recently. a few months back. And we found out that they're not called... They get cigarettes. around. They call sticks or something. Candy, Candy sticks, sticks. They call them now. They used to be 20. You used to go in and say, give us 10 Superman. <laughs> 10 Superman cigarettes. <laughs> But now you can't. Yeah, now they're called uh, candy sticks is the way around it now, yeah. yeah. And they don't have the red end like it was lit on one end anymore. You exactly. know, that's gone. That was the best bit. And and the other thing is, just to finish on this, you're talking about like things you'd never get away with in a different time. And, you know, if people are getting outraged about there being like Fisher-Price work-from-home things or whatever. Yeah, headsets. You know, yeah. <laughs> Check this out, right? Let me just see who this is that sent this in. This is coming in from Trevor. <laughs> Trevor's been on to say that he remembers his dad letting him hang off the bonnet while driving. <laughs> My God. Your dad's the reason we're not allowed to do these things anymore. You know that. <laughs> hang off the bonnet. Somebody, hold on there. We go to town. What in the name of God? Boom. Love Shack from the B-52s. You should be dancing from the Bee Gees ahead of that. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. We've qualified for the World Cup. Go and compete. Yes, indeed. You'll be, um, well, you have heard the stories all morning. No doubt you're going to hear plenty more of them as well. Uh, of course, the news announced that there's going to be a joint bid uh, to host the World Cup uh, between uh, ourselves, Wales, Scotland and uh, Northern Ireland and oh England. Oh, my God. Can you imagine it? I mean, honestly, we're all part of Jackie's army. We're all off to County Mead. <laughs> yeah. Now we're really shaking them up. Uh, this is a, a, a dream. It's country. great. I think it's fantastic. I think it's brilliant news. I mean, and it's very doable when you think about it. I mean, you know, they're all okay. That's. I was about to say they're all big footballing nations. Yeah. Let's just say they're all enthusiastic football. Enthusiastic nations. football nations indeed. And I have to say, I'm so excited with the prospect of the World Cup coming to Ireland. Incredible. So, in any shape or form. So 2030, a bit of a wait. But here's the thing: it's actually there's quite a chance that this might happen. Mm. So the Brits have had a go. England, on its own, has had a go twice since they won it in 1966, and they were rejected both times. Yeah. So they reckon, uh, you know, with the added countries thrown into the mix and ourselves of course being a completely different state that we uh, you know could do a Japan South Korea job 
Yeah. Uh, and I really mean, everything about it, you know, pitch. under normal circumstances, when you're not in the middle of a global pandemic and everything, generally speaking, the, the travel back and forth, it's, it's well worn, you know what I mean? There's lots of interaction between the two kind of nations, the two islands, yeah. if you like, so it's, that's easy. We have you've the, got um, Scotland, you've got Wales, you've got Northern Ireland or the whatever. The Schengen Travel Agreement means we can travel quite like as if it's domestic flights there and all that sort of crack. So it's really, really plausible if not possible yet it is plausible so it could happen who can you imagine it oh, I'll be amazing I'll be so- amazing from all sorts of things and the idea that I mean okay chances are that the actual final thing will probably end up in Wembley and there'll be you know whatever oh, yeah, we're, we're not going to get every but the chances are you're definitely going to get some of the greatest players in the world Gracing pitches in Gracing Ireland. Gracing pitches, and of course, if it was to happen, there will be downsides. Yes, there will be downsides. It will be infuriating watching the BBC and everything. It's an old British World Cup, <sighs> and believe football is come home. The British people of Ireland, you'd be like, oh, well, why geez, would you be watching that? Well, surely you'd be watching RTE. Well, you'll be getting the headlines, won't you? Like, the, you know, the, the papers will be doing, ah, oh, back to blighty. <laughs> and, you know, because they always just do that and ignore that we're completely independent. Yeah, they're actually trolling us at this stage. So, it'll <sighs> be still, like, like I, mean, ho- I hope it does happen. And as you say, I, I, you know, there's, re- there's a precedent insofar as that I mean generally speaking don't they try and move it around the confederations as they call they them they do yeah so I mean you know whatever there's the American confederation and there's yeah. the when they're not being bribed by Arabs and <laughs> Russians they do try and move it around well, so what was the uh, what was the last European World Cup what was the oh, last, the time? last was it, European was, wasn't was the French it, one was it was it France yeah was I it? think it was France yeah I think it was where they is, won If it. that's the case, that's quite a while ago, to be it's fair. It's a good while back. Yeah. yeah. So you never know. I mean, with that, I know there could be a European World Cup before that. Or when, I don't know when the next one after the next one is, if you know what I mean. Do you know mm. the next one after the next? I don't know. Because the Qatar is the yeah, weird I, one. That's what I was just going to say. I don't know what's between now and 2030. Yeah, there's the Christmas World Cup. And then <laughs> after that, I don't know. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what happens. Somebody gets money, gets involved. Yeah. And as we know, football is about as trustworthy as the Italian government sometimes. Uh, so, we have, so we'll see what mm. happens. Uh, but I just am so excited at the prospect of it. At the idea of uh, these big games. And it is that. It's the only downside, genuinely, I think, is, you know, is when you get... Uh, tonight's old British matchup in the World Cup is in Thoman Park. Fucking limerick, and you'd be like, "Oh, you flipping git!" Just so be wa- just watch it on RTE and be done with it for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, and of course you'll, be, you'll you will. be laughing. Yeah, you'll be laughing. Yeah. But uh, can you even? And of, course, of course, the thing about it is, of course, we will do, we will do the very thing that um, that you know we accuse everybody else of doing. In that, we just will not shut up about it. Never, ever, and ever. And if it ever happens that the World Cup is hosted, even jointly involving Ireland. Uh, from our point of view, it'll be the greatest World Cup ever. Ever. Listen, <laughs> this is what I love about it. In 1966, the English went to the World Cup and they won it. And since then, we have said they never shut up about it. Oh, they never shut up about it. We went to a quarterfinals <laughs> once. <laughs> once. Yeah, and, and we're still playing And we are just playing it now, this moment. So long may it last. And I hope to God it does come. And I hope to God we never ever shut up about it and yeah. for once we'll be able to turn around to the Brits and say oh yeah the 2030 World Cup were you in that <laughs>